This is a Ward Scott Files advisory. The Ward Scott Files podcast may contain material not suited for people who are easily offended. Trust us on this. This show contains adult information and opinions. Please protect small children, sensitive pets, fragile houseplants, and liberal relatives. Thank you. Like a warthog. He's going to come up the steps. Here he comes. Oh my goodness, and he's huge. Hello, boy. I wonder if we can pet him. Hi, boy. Can we touch him? No, don't. Help me! Help! Help! Good morning, good morning. Professor Ward Scott here in the manly Warthog Man Cave in the piney woods of north central Florida in God's country in the Mellon Law Studio. Mellon Law is the only official law firm partner of the University of Florida Gators, protected 24-7, 365 by crime prevention. Get your local security. That's the place to get it. And check out our sponsors, Poser MD, um, Shoot GTR, R&R Construction, On-the-Spot Cleaners, Style Cuts, you name it, you'll see them scrolling across our screen. And don't forget Caliber Coffee. Caliber Coffee is coffee, faith, family, firearms, calibercoffeecompany.com. Free shipping on $50 plus. I've got a little cup right here. Here we go. Good morning, everyone. I uh, see my students, my good students are here already in class. So here we go. I am continue to be interested, as most of the country does, in the story of the most successful marketer, arguably, we always have to say arguably, in the country in terms of distributing his brand his logo, his story. That's the name of the game today. The name of the show today is the power of storytelling. The power of storytelling. You may already have deduced the person I'm talking about. But of course, the Stats, when I give them to you here in a moment, are going to be impressive whether you are a fan of him or not. And, of course, a lot of people aren't, but a tremendous number of people are. You can't win all of them. I'm talking about the coaching sensation, who's also a marketing sensation. And... This is none other than Coach Prime. Now, in case you don't know how Coach Prime got his name, he gave it to himself. And when he gave it to himself, he began to use it everywhere. Prime time. And he had to live up to it. He had to perform those actions, which were on television. With his stellar defensive play, he could play wide out. He could play defense. He could play punt return. 
Of course, the Florida people want to wash their mouth out with soap if they say his name because he went to FSU. But then he went to the Dallas Cowboys and he went to the pro baseball leagues. I think it was the Braves. He had home runs with the baseball team and he ran touchdowns all over the place with the football team in the same year. In the same year. So, if I recall correctly now. But here's what he's doing now. Coach Prime. Now, all is not roses for Dion. He does have some health problems, which I got to take my hat off to him. God bless him. I know what he's going through. He's going through blood clots. Blood clots of all things in his legs. Some of which could be from the contact he went through in sports. But he's had toes amputated. They stop there for now. If you notice, he limps. There you go. He keeps, as we say, a stiff upper lip. You know, things can get bleak, but you've got to be determined. You've got to push yourself. You've got to believe that you can survive it. That's the fundamental infectious thing about Deion Sanders. It gets people to believe. Now, let's just go through this article by Jacob Callender in the Wall Street Journal today. Let's take the polarized Crime 21 sunglasses. He gave his entire team pairs of the polarized Prime 21, which was his number, sunglasses. Then it was the moment that was captured for Instagram. Once that moment was captured for Instagram, it was viewed nearly 1.5 million times. Then, when the TV commentators began covering him, he gave them sunglasses to nearly every TV commentator he came across. ESPN's Pat McAfee said, you look so good in those shades, I just can't stop looking at you. After getting a pair of those $67 collaborative blenders glasses on the TV air. The Rock wore them and showed up for the game. Another marketing success story. Now, the Coach Prime marketing machine, if you're in the business world, is something to take a look at. By the close of Friday, the sunglass maker blenders said it had racked up $1.2 million 
worth of pre-orders. By Tuesday, 65,000 pairs had been pre-ordered. Blenders originally had not planned to launch the glasses until next month. Any glasses pre-ordered now won't even ship until December. And at that point, Colorado's regular season will be over. Colorado head football coach Deion Sanders, therefore, has helped propel the sales of Blender sunglasses. Now, on the walls of the Colorado football headquarters, and we always put things, we put them in the hallway, we put them in the weight room, all these sayings. If somebody bad says something bad about you, we cut that out and put it on the wall somewhere and use that as a motivation. On the Colorado football walls, it says, if you look good, you feel good. And if you feel good, you play good. And if you play good, they pay good. There you go. What else can you say to that? When he first addressed his new team in Boulder, Dion was wearing a three-piece suit with a tie in Colorado's colors and horse-bit loafers. At that meeting, he employed, employed many young athletes fresh off a one-win season to leave the school as they were destined to be replaced by fresher recruits, including his two sons. He relayed that message with a biting metaphor. He said to that room, I'm bringing my luggage with me, and it's Lewis. So one day he wore a gray bomber with matching gray slacks. He looked like an Italian industrialist about to board a private jet. On another day, he went for a Yellowstone ready combo of a white puffer vest with prime stitched on the front and a blinding white cowboy hat. On the sidelines, he calls the plays in a hoodie with avant-garde slit sleeves and a kangaroo jacket in contrasting colors. And on the upper sleeve is a conspicuous J.C., which many assume to be a reference to Jesus because Sanders is a religious man and he peppers scripture in his pregame pump-ups. He actually, when asked those, says it's the reference to a uh, fellow named Jimmy Callaway, who was the longtime equipment manager at Florida State.
prime fans in Colorado, as you know, are Buffalo mascots. They're waiting for him to coach on the sideline with a cowboy hat on. But when asked about that, Dion said, you can't wear a cowboy hat unless you know you're going to kick some butt. I really like that. I really like that. So Coach Prime knows better than anyone example we've got right now, probably, that any screen time is a marketing opportunity. He uses nearly every interview to pitch new recruits to join him at Colorado. They tried to get him to say somebody was a better coach than he on 60 Minutes the other night. And he replied to that, let me see a mirror so I can look at it. Pretty good answer. Prime mania is what it's become known now as. And on Nike's website, Sanders themed Colorado gold gear, Colorado gear, is sold out. And according to the university, sales of merchandise are up 819% compared with last season. Now, <clears throat> this to be sure, <clears throat> this is all about winning. When the University of Florida pounded Tennessee the merchandise in the shops in the stadium flew off the shelves. Flew off the shelves. All this works as long as you're winning. That old adage, everybody loves a winner. The Prime Gear merchandise is definitely a hot seller right now. Winning is a hot seller. Don't be embarrassed about it. Don't be afraid to talk about it. Don't be afraid to hype it. You know, it makes me think of this club here locally, the Gainesville High, where they tried to tell the young people of color mostly black kids, but some Hispanic, some white, that you guys are a bunch of losers right now. You got to be winners. We're going to help you be winners. You got to start thinking differently. You got to start preparing for college and doing the hard stuff. And one naysayer, a no doubt woke Snowflake mother of biracial kids. I know who the woman is. Who was married to a black man who showed up. Of course, he's no longer living with her, apparently. Can't blame him. And uh, on behalf of the kids, said he has no problem with them being in the club. You know, I always thought you were allowed to face your accuser. They've kept this woman's identity secret. 
One naysayer snowflake. Can you imagine that woman? Can you imagine it? Coming in the Colorado Buffalo locker room and saying, you were hurtful to my boy when you told him that don't let the screen door hit him where the good Lord split him. Unless he wants to shape up, he won't be a part of this team. Can you imagine putting up with that? Yet the school system, oh, oh, got to have a safe space. Oh, we can't hurt any feelings. The heck you can't. The heck you can't. Dion believes the truth and that young people want the truth. The truth is, young people in this room, you can do better. We're going to help you. We know who you are. What's wrong with that? I've said that before. The power of storytelling. Storytelling is what Deion Sanders is doing. He's telling the story of belief. If you believe, then it's possible you will do a lot better than you're doing than if you don't believe. Now, the power of storytelling is so strong that it is something that is right to be, of course, corrupted. Perhaps the shrewdest we've had in the last decade at manipulating the narrative has been Obama. 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 Check my chat line here. Obama. Hired a storyteller to create a narrative that was all about him and all about his version of America. We've even called it the Obamanization of America. There is a term now that I'm learning that I'm going to introduce my students to now that you may already know about. The term is Retcon, R-E-T-C-O-N. Retcon is short for retroactive continuity. Oh, is that a mouthful? Retroactive continuity. What is retcon about? According to Lance Morrow in the in the journal, who's studied this, retcon retrofits the past plot to suit present purposes. That is exactly what the Obamanization of America has done. 
It is retrofitting the history of America to suit the present purpose, which is to Obamanize America. It creates a parallel universe. Basically how this works is retcon edits history to escape its inconvenient implications, its truths. Exactly the opposite. So I just oppose these two conversations of what Deion Sanders does. Deion Sanders is not retrofitting the 1 and 11 season. He is not retrofitting the 1 and 11 season. He told the young men the truth. Clearly, we're not going to have another 1-11 season. You're can stay if you're going to prevent that from happening. But if you're part of it, you probably need to go somewhere else. There was no problem in his presentation. What retcon does is it disregards reality. I submit to you that the mother who complained about gain at Gainesville High was trying to retrofit the narrative to a reality that wasn't so. Now, we have on the Ted Yoho list of things we need to do, leadership. The leadership of that school board should tell that woman to go pound sand. We're going to continue with this effort. They may not. They may not have Deion Sanders' leadership ability. Every successful football coach, they all do it in different ways, has the ability, one way or another, to get their players to run through a wall for them. That's how much they believe. If they don't have that, they're not going to be coach long. I asked a good friend of mine who played for Vince Lombardi. What was it Vince Lombardi could do that the other coaches couldn't do? My friend told me that Vince Lombardi was able to convince his players, and this is a quote from my friend, that the commies were coming to rape their mothers on the 50-yard line when the ball was kicked off. That might not have been true, 
but they don't sure act as if it were. What retcon does is it comes equipped with an enormous delete key. When you hit the delete key, it causes those parts of the former world to disappear. And you are free then to fill up that empty screen with your own alternative reality. Don't we have a lot of that going on all over the place? Climate change, global warming, Bidenomics. I want to demonstrate that a little bit, how much retcon is going on. Rewriting the past to suit the fashions of the present. And here are some examples. Marriage was in a former world between a man and a woman. It's been rewritten to now be between a man and a man or a woman and a woman or somebody changing to others, the other and mixing it really up. We don't have Ozzy and Harriet relationships now. Retcon destroyed that narrative. So now the woman term the woman, term woman is problematic. And if we were to listen to their narrative and their retcon, we would have to believe that certain people like that don't exist. And if you say you do, you insult them. Shoplifting isn't shoplifting. It's social justice. What? Reparations. Or things you didn't do, but you should have known better than allow them to be talked about. So therefore, you're guilty and need to pay. The wicked white supremacist. We're actually talking about in New York City, in New York, Taking down the statues of George Washington, Thomas Jefferson. I kid you not. It's being discussed right now. You've seen it take place. We took old Joe down. My friend and I rode out to see where it is. The black folk didn't even object to it. They said, well, that's all part of our past. No, that's not part of the past that the white retcon wants to perpetrate.
most interesting term. I would never have thought about it on my own. I know that what's going on, but I didn't know the term. The revision of politics, of government, of media. And yet, here is where I'm going with this as we approach our break. Deion Sanders doesn't practice it. He is exactly antithetical to it. He is not going to retrofit the 1-11 season. He's not going to create a narrative that deletes the 1-11 season. The 1-11 season you're going to hear about because you're not going to repeat it. This is all about ultimately belief. Having followers. But you know, followers can't follow someone who doesn't believe. Because the followers are looking for belief. And you have to realize, ultimately, belief can't be proven. It's something you have faith in. And because you have faith in it, you take what we call a leap of faith. Right back on the Ward Scott Files with Ward's Weather brought to you by Lewis Oil. Although the owner of Lewis Oil Company maintains she is 29, Lewis Oil turns 60 years old in June. Chevron would like to recognize the North Florida second-generation family-owned business, celebrating its growth and staying power. Lewis Oil Company maintains significant on-hand supplies, strategically located fuel depots, a delivery fleet, on-site service, fuel card locks, and convenience stores. Lewis Oil Company understands its responsibility in the local economy by providing service and delivery on on demand and in crisis. As a first responder for 18 Florida counties and the southeast from Texas to Virginia, we are proud of this rare accomplishment. Lewis Oil delivers. Attention all Gator fans, Meldon Law is giving away a chance to experience the Florida Georgia game like never before. Tonight's stay at the Hilton on the River, dinner at Ruth Chris Steakhouse, two premium tickets to the game, and a football signed by Coach Billy Napier, and much more. Go to the Melden Law Facebook page and look for the VIP experience for two. Good luck and go Gators! This is Ward Scott, and I want to thank all our sponsors who keep the show going and pay the bills. The Ward Scott Files premium sponsors are Crime Prevention Security Systems, Large enough to serve you, small enough to care. Melvin Law, the only official injury partner of the Florida Gators. Ward Scott Files Gold sponsors are Lewis Oil Company, Shoot GTR, On the Spot Dry Cleaners, RR Construction, and Style Cuts. 
If you are interested in promoting your business on the show, you can visit our website, www.wardscottfiles.com, and click on the Advertise Here banner on the right side of the page or call my friend Freddie at 352-284-3733. Again, thank you to all the great businesses that support the Wardscott Files. And remember, if you like the show, thank our sponsors and support the businesses that support us. What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. May God have mercy on your soul. Or that very much surprises me that you've never been tased. You can't handle the truth! All these poop. Oh, warthog. He's going to come up the steps. Here he comes. Oh my goodness, and he's huge. Hello, boy. I wonder if we can pet him. Hi, boy. Can we touch him? No, thanks. Help me! Help! Help! All right, Ward's weather report brought to you by Lewis Oil, Chevron, Fossil Fuel Stations. Hey, New York AP, by the way, it's going to be 85 today. First time we've been about five degrees below 90. A little bit more mild here. And we got a little storm off of the coast, churning up some waves over in the Virginia area. But I don't think it's going to be a hurricane that crashes ashore. You know, we're just talking about retcon. Uh, New York AP yelling, led by AOC, about the horrors of, of course, fossil fuel. It was a march to end fossil fuels, and it featured AOC and all these actors. Um, you know, it was the beginning of New York's Climate Week. Um, world leaders in business and politics and arts gathering to try to save the planet. Let's be clear about one thing. You don't save the planet. What they're trying to say, but they don't want to write it this way, is save man, if you can get away with that word anymore, man, save man's niche on the planet. Good luck. You had better address a lot more causative factors than fossil fuel. You could even address, and this is what has always fascinated me about our assumptions. We assume one thing, might even prepare for the occurrence of that thing based on the Assumption. People assume they don't have heart trouble and they drop dead. People assume they don't. Uh, so assume they do have heart trouble and live forever, so to speak. But NASA has been preparing for the eventuality. An asteroid hit the Earth. Now, 
What are we going to do about that? AOC. An asteroid hits the Earth. Didn't that happen once? Isn't that why the dinosaurs suddenly are extinct? There's a big piece of space rock. I'm just going to put this in the students' material today. According to NASA, that's forecast to potentially hit the Earth in 2182. It passes by us every six years. And in solar distance, we've had some pretty close calls. It skimmed past us in 1999, 2005, and 2011. And even the smallest alteration of its trajectory could send it directly at us. If this should happen, it has the power impact to release 1,200 megatons of energy equivalent to 24 times larger than the man-made atomic bombs. According to NASA, it is on a dangerously close collision course. So, Alexander Ocasio-Cortez might be, as we say, barking up the wrong tree. Might that be possible? that she's biting, barking up the wrong tree. I have an interesting follow-up to that. That, you know, we have Phil Kirpin on the air from time to time on the American uh, commitment. The Institute for Energy Research, he posted this today, has listed, now get this, 175 ways that the Biden administration has made it harder to produce oil and gas. Let's just go through a few of them. This is not in the retro narrative. The press doesn't write about this. You have to go to the Institute for Energy Research.org. Starting January 20, 2021, as soon as Biden got into office, he canceled the Keystone Pipeline. 
Then he restricted domestic production by issuing a moratorium on all oil and natural gas leasing activities in the Arctic National Wildlife Refuge. Then he restored and expanded the use of the government-created social cost of carbon metric to artificially increase the regulatory costs of energy production of fossil fuels. Then he continued to revoke Trump's executive orders, including those related to the waters of the United States and the Antiquities Act. A week later, he issued an executive order announcing a moratorium on new oil and gas leases on public lands or in offshore waters and a reconsideration of federal oil and gas permitting and leasing practices. Also by executive order, he attacked the energy industry by promoting ending international financing of carbon-intensive fossil fuel-based green recovery. In other words, the U.S. government went to war against the oil and gas producers. Shifting subsidy, not to them, but to electric vehicles. Shifting the source of energy to China. And this goes through year by year. In February 2021, Biden officially rejoined the Paris Climate Agreement which is detrimental to Americans, but is beneficial to Russia and OPEC and China. Where is a narrative that tells the truth? I'm going through this with you on the Lord Scott Files. goes on and on. This is long. I'm only in the year 2021. It's just amazing. In April 2021, he issued the U.S. International Climate Finance Plan to funnel international financing toward, are you ready for this, green industries and away from oil and gas. Month by month, the Institute for Energy Reserve.org goes through this. This list of 175 actions 
shifting support away from fossil fuels and to the green agenda. In September of 2021, he had the Department of Education come up with a climate adaptation plan, which includes efforts to incorporate the green agenda into as many guidance and policies as possible, which effectively leverages the department as an anti-fossil fuel propaganda tool, the Department of Education. And I got to pause there. I got to pause there. Meanwhile, Bidenomics, the Census Bureau says that the median household income adjusted for inflation fell last year by $1,750 and it's down $3,670 from 2019. Real incomes have steadily declined. Steadily. It's going to become more expensive to live in America. Can you get it? Can you get your head around it? We are talking about who controls the narrative. Who tells you what to believe? Artificial intelligence. There are 17 authors suing something called open AI or systematic theft on a mass scale. What has happened? Chat GPT searches for authors, steals their plot line, steals their story, creates another story based on that story by OpenAI, pays nothing for the copyright. In other words, steals the property of the creator and owner of the property, the author. It's a systematic theft on a mass scale of copyrighted works without the permission of the original writers. Who is going to control that? We just saw here, I just read for you, Biden controlling 
the narrative about green energy and fossil fuel. Whoever controls this AI is going to control you. Since Biden took office, his administration and allies have taken 175 actions deliberately designed to make it harder to produce energy in America. Deliberately. Driving up the cost of living, devaluing the dollar, and calling it Bidenomics. Can you believe it? Yeah. Yeah, it's not too hard to believe. Story, the, the, the theme today is the power of storytelling. Whoever controls it, you know, they try to control me. YouTube dropped me. They didn't like the story I was telling. We got a little story about a Philadelphia cheesesteak restaurant. This is how bad it's gotten in the cities. I think production's got this. We can queue it up. Is Jim's West Steaks and Hoagies in West Philadelphia showing customers lining up to order sandwiches under the watchful eye of privately hired, heavily armed security guards? And the owner of this place says that the violence is so bad in the city, people feel so unsafe that they don't come out and eat. He said, that's not going to be the problem at my place. They're going to be able to come out and eat, and they won't have to worry, in his words, about no type of harm. He says his lines are down the block, and... He has hired a fellow named Kevin Darden, who is the owner of Presidential Protection Services. And that these security people love eating at this particular food joint. And that all of these security people have military, police, and law enforcement background. Let's take a look at it. Zach? Hey, I got the camera rolling. What's going on, OG? You got the gym steak? Yeah. Can you hear me talking about it? Yeah. 
Uh, you say you can't hear me talk? That's good. to France comfortably, I choose French beef. Well, well, well. How about that, my friends? Meanwhile, the city of the Eagle Pass, Texas, has declared a state of emergency because of the surge of migrants entering illegally. The mayor of Eagle Pass Rolando Salinas Jr. There's about 28,000 people who live in Eagle Pass. There have been 15,000 illegal immigrants, mostly from Haiti, come across through Eagle Pass. They also have been seen riding atop freight trains in Mexico, heading toward the U.S. border. Border Patrol has recorded more than 1.6 million illegal crossings at the southern border between October 2022 and July, according to federal data, and I guarantee you that ain't all of it. In fiscal year 2022, the number of illegal crossings hit a record 2.2 million. Connect the dots. Connect the dots. It is always been rumored. I think we'll end with this story. That Nancy Pelosi could have brought 10,000 soldiers to the Capitol before the January 6th insurrection. Trump was asked this on Meet the Press. He said that Nancy Pelosi was in charge of security and turned down 10,000 soldiers. If she hadn't turned them down, you wouldn't have January 6th. Trump claims that he heard that the Capitol Police testified against Nancy Pelosi and that that evidence has never has been deleted. Been deleted. 
retrofitting the narrative, keeping it the way you want it. Well, that's the show for today. The power of storytelling. Uh, take care of yourself. Uh, think about things we say. Warhol Command Center out.